This is the Pick It Up Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pick It Up Podcast. This is Matt. I'm here with Hannah. We are on episode 13, and today's a lighter-hearted one. We're going to be talking about our go-to exercises or our favorite exercises. Um, right? I mean, as simple as that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's our top five. Like our, in which... Like, our most things, one that we think are the most efficient and just our favorites, the most enjoyable. And ones. like if we were on a desert island, these are the only exercises we're ever doing again, kind of thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> are we going to go right to it or you have some questions? Uh, well, I wanted to remember the nutrition challenge is coming up. Yes, they will see. Uh, expect to sign up this week mm-hmm. um, because we are looking to start it on the 18th, correct? Yes. So, yes, you're Monday. listening to this and probably on a Sunday. Um, so you will have already seen the details, um, but 800 grams stock up on fruits and veggies. The whole idea is that you will be much more full and not want the junk food or the things that are not as good for you in the long run. Yeah. So perfect. Just, yeah. I dare you to get, you know, gain weight from a ton of fruits and veggies. <laughs> um, also kids classes starting when? on the 27th, 27th, Wednesday, the 27th of January. Yes, so still lots of time to sign up. All right, so I do have some questions for you. Okay. All right. Are they like questions about like animals or? No, no. (laughs) All right. I would like to know what your three of your New Year's goals were. Are. Okay. Um, I think it came up on a previous podcast. I'm trying to work out two to three times per week. Okay. That may or may not be in class. That may or may not be like a full full thing like when i have those windows on uh, like 30 minutes okay let me do 10 minutes of something and i'll be very honest it has turned into what am i going to enjoy mm-hmm. like what am i willing to just get started right away in this short window that i have um so work out two to three times a week make that a habit again because we all know how how much of a struggle it's been the last year for me and then Hopefully down the road, get to bump that up to three to four times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one, um, I'm trying to be on my phone significantly less. Why are you smiling? Am I doing a bad job of that already? I think it's a great goal. <laughs> Why is that so funny? It's kind of a catch-22, especially in January when we're getting new people reaching out I know, and, and yeah. whatnot. Um, but I do have those timers set on my phone. Like, hey, you get an hour of this, like whatever it's set for. And then my phone does like shut down things like mm. Facebook, Messenger, things like that. So I'm trying to abide by that. And then the last one is always, once again, it kind of goes hand in hand with that. But just trying to be more present when I'm at, ha- at home with you guys and leaving work at work as best I can. I approved. I thought you might. <laughs> Do you have any? Yeah, I one of my goals was to like really meal plan. So I mean, I preach meal planning, and I really need to walk walk the talk, talk walk the walk walk the walk. <laughs> <laughs> I need to walk the walk better. I always have like an idea, but nothing's ever written. So I'm actually writing it down and trying to stick to it. How's it going so far? How do you think it's going so far? <laughs> I think it's going great. Um, I think we remembered how much we love crockpot stuff and just get yeah. it going in the morning and not, you know, try and throw it together. Like we can smell it all day when we walk into the house. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And breakfast for every meal sometimes. <laughs> I can eat bacon and eggs all day. 
Um, another goal is we didn't get a thousand hours outside last year, but I just want to keep upping it. I think that's a lofty goal, a thousand hours. But did we talk about it last time? How many did how many did you guys we get? Because it is mostly you three. Yeah, and we just got under 500, which I'm actually proud of because I do work from home a bit and um, they take naps at different times. Yeah. So though that takes up a huge chunk of Lucy wears that like a badge of honor too. Like, nope, Lincoln's napping now and then I will nap later. I will not give you a full break, mom. No way. <laughs> no, she likes that one-on-one time. Plus, that's when we do kindergarten, so that works out well. Um, my other goal is to read 55 books this year, so I did... I'm going to say 51 because I only had like a chapter left of the book and I finished it the day after, but... Wait, wait. So you're saying you read 51 books in 2020? Yes. And now you're trying to add four more to it? Yeah. Okay. I think it's a good goal. Um, speaking Any of, particular kind? Well, I love nonfiction because... Wait, no. No, you don't. I know I do like it. <laughs> I read and love a lot of fiction because it's relaxing. I don't watch like much TV, so it's just my way of winding down, or if I can't sleep, it's just, I'll read. Um, but my goal- I feel like there's, sorry, I keep jumping out. I feel like you've, like, during a Yankees game, read, like, start to finish two different books. Probably, because those <laughs> games take forever. Um, the beauty of baseball, there's no clock. <laughs> but yeah, my goal is to read more nonfiction. There we go. Got that right. So then have you taken it a step further with your 55 books? How many, like, are you trying to make the majority of it nonfiction? You still got to enjoy I'm it. I'm trying to read one to two nonfiction. I don't know why that's so confusing right now. <laughs> nonfiction <laughs> books a month. Cause I can really, I can read fiction super quickly. Super so fast. then you're looking at close to 24, 12 to 24 nonfiction books. Yeah. That's my goal. Okay. At least half close to half. That's but. impressive. I can't, I mean, I've never been a reader like you, but it's just insane when you just fin- you fly through these things. What's your favorite book? Any kind, all time. Uh, yeah. Um, probably Tuesdays with Maury, Mitch Album. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to read it in eleventh grade English, and I didn't enjoy my eleventh grade English class until I read that book, and I was like, this guy might be onto something. <laughs> that teacher. Um, and I've read most Mitch Album things since then. Uh. All the people you mean having a couple mm-hmm. different ones. There's, a, there's, a, he has a lot. Um, but I always thought it was kind of cool because he's primarily known as a sports writer. Hmm. Um, and then he started writing these books. What's the most life changing book you've ever read? Oh, that's easy. Mere Christianity. Yeah. C.S. Lewis. I love C.S. Lewis. Uh, what are you reading now? Uh, I'm reading a book that you guys gave me for my birthday. And it is How I Built This, mm-hmm. and the author's name is escaping me right now. Guy Raz. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Tyler told me about this guy. He listened to the podcast, like, kind of reminds me of this guy's podcast. So I looked him up, and then I just went to town on the research and saw the book. I was like, oh, yeah, we got to get the book. And then Lucy and Lincoln have, and we've been listening to um, Wow in the World. He has, like, a kid's podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, Lincoln, they, they'll be silent and listen to it. It's amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's, like, all about science, really fun things. How many podcasts? He has several podcasts, right? Uh, I think so. I've only listened to, like, the Wow in the World and then his, how he built it. Yeah, which is, like, I think the one that started it all for him mm-hmm. and whatnot. And he's gone on, like... Pre-COVID, he talks about in the book going on tours, essentially, just mm-hmm. to interview people in auditoriums and how it sells out like crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. What are you reading right now? Something I'm going to make fun of you for? I don't think so. I'm, uh, 
<laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um, I'm reading Miracles and Other Reasonable Things by Sarah Bessie, and I'm still in I Thought It Was Just Me by Brene Brown. But those are both really good. You've now read several Brene Brown books, right? Yeah, I love her. Love all her books. How long has she been around? I feel like in the last two years, she's gotten so much publicity. And I don't know what book started for her, but I hadn't heard of her until like two years ago. That's a good question. I but don't in know. all like leadership circles and whatnot, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to read Brene Brown. Yeah. Just curious if you knew more. I will. You don't have to do any I research. Do some I research. could do it. Yeah, I'm not asking you to do my homework for me. Um, speaking of reading, we're going to start up the Pick It Up Book Club again. Ah. And you are going to participate, right? Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what you guys choose. I wasn't yeah. into that first idea. And we had several people read it. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, the, the timing of actually meeting to discuss it was the trouble. Yeah, it's when COVID was just starting to like. Really? Yeah, that's what caused us not to get to meet at the very end. Was not sure who was comfortable with what. And oh yeah, yeah. So wait, we're starting it up. Have you already? We haven't picked a book yet. So look out for that post. I'll post it, and then we'll talk about what books or what book we should start with. Okay. All right. Just over Tuesdays with Maury. If you haven't read it yet, I probably have four copies for some unknown reason, <laughs> and I will gladly give you one and a box of tissues. All right, so let's get to it. Top five exercises of all time. Well, how does that make sense? Of all time? So (laughs) this is strictly our opinions. And we are trying to look at it from things that we enjoy, enjoy, but also considering the muscles being worked and getting the most bang for our buck. Mm -hmm. Right? Is how we should phrase it. Um, so I guess in a sense, like we phrased it before on post joking around, like if you could only do one exercise the rest of your life, mm-hmm. what would it be? We've expanded our list to five. Yes. You have five, I have five. Yeah. You want to uh, go back and forth? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> um, and I want it to be known that you were not up for my showdown on either side of the whiteboard in which we stood on one side and we just wrote our <laughs> list, but instead you wrote in a notebook and then you watched me write mine on the board and it wasn't as fun is all I'm saying, but let's well, get started. Mine is, mine is still a secret to you. And I'm upset mine. about it. <laughs> all right. Okay. You go first. You're, so you did put it in order? I put it in order. I did so after I speak. saw you put it in oh, order. Oh, okay. All right. So start us off. What is, so we're counting down from five to one. What mm-hmm. is your fifth exercise on your list and why? Oh, I debated. I couldn't decide between toes bar and strict pull-ups, but... I'm going with strict pull-ups. Do you want to ask me why? <laughs> I still feel like you're not fully committed to I'm it. fully committed to strict pull-ups. They can't see your face, but I can see your face, and I think you're still sitting on the fence. Okay, just know that I really like toes bar, and I think they're a great exercise. It's close Honorable tied mention. my five. <laughs> Honorable mention, toes to bar. Okay, but I'm going with strict pull-ups. Okay. So, honorable mention, toes to bar. Yeah. Number yeah. five is strict pull-ups. Uh-huh. Why? Because I think it's really important. What if you fall off a cliff? You need to be able to pull yourself up. But mostly, this is like the exercise that I was so determined to get when I first started exercising. I worked I worked negatives every single day until I got strict pull-ups. How long did it take? I don't, I don't know. A month, maybe? Oh, that sounds terrible. That I think it should have terrible. been a lot longer if you... I don't know. Oh, I have no... But I you did come in with know. the gymnastics background so that you were doing it in some form or fashion for a while, just not... 
you know, you had a lot of the pieces there. Yeah. Well, when we worked at 24, my goal was to get 100 deficit pull-ups a day. Deficit? What the heck is a deficit pull-up? Like you... you oh, like a negative? Yeah, negative. Oh, sorry. sorry. I don't know why I said deficit. Negative, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how that even work. <laughs> I'm trying to piece it together in my mind right now. And I know others listening are, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure it out and let you know. Take a video. <laughs> so because it was like your first first big goal when you started working out in the traditional sense. Yeah, I feel like it was such an accomplishment. I feel like a strict pull-up is just a good foundation and base for every movement. You have to really focus on breathing, keeping tight. It's it's a good hollow mm-hmm. um, just hold. I think it's I think it's awesome. I, 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 think I any, do feel like you were committed to that. I know, and I think any movement that makes you feel strong is the best movement for And that's you. what I was going to say. Yeah, getting a... Getting a pull-up is a very, very common goal mm-hmm. for people when they come in the doors. Um, and, and I think it's an awesome goal. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, your turn. The fifth one, so number five on my list, is probably one of my least favorite exercises in the world, but I still can't deny its importance. Mm-hmm. And that is the stupid, boring deadlift. It's not boring. It's pretty boring when you compare it to like what you need it for, like a clean or something like that. Yeah, but no, I get it. It's the foundation. It's the most That's... functional movement. You pick up things all day long. According to you, I don't pick anything <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're okay. Not, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So. Well, I pick up a lot of things. So deadlifts are great. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure we'll see them on your list, but I cannot deny. You know, how many muscles it's working, how great it is, just so, like, I stand tall, I don't, you know, many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the foundation, like, it's, my deadlift being so poor was one of the reasons I had hip issues a couple of years ago, and then I needed to strengthen my hinging pattern, and that got me out of pain, got me out of pain really quickly. Um, but let me just be very clear, when I say deadlift, I do mean with a double overhand grip. Okay. Thanks for clarifying. Yep. You're saying that to me because why? No, I'm just saying that because a lot of people give me a hard time about when I ask them to switch their grip. Like, hey, lose the mixed grip. Oh, I know. I'm the worst, too, of it, doing it. (laughs) (laughs) It's what so many people were taught for so many years. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Um, I just, you know, in the long run, it's not helping you as much as you think it is. Yeah, but I don't have strong fingers, so... This is, yeah, okay. Let's just move on to number four. <laughs> What's number four on your list? Deadlifts. What? What are your reasons? <laughs> like, all the same reasons. Also, I think it's a strong, powerful movement, too. And I think it's extra special because after I had Lucy, I was afraid I was going to lose all my strength and everything I ever gained <laughs> before having her. And I remember deadlifting, and I was like, oh, I still feel strong. I can do this. So it was an empowering movement, and I think it still is. See, that's awesome. I have never felt strong in my life doing deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's, uh, what's the next number? So, so oh, I'm on number four. You need to four. ask me about number four. Please tell me about <laughs> number four. <laughs> I'm wondering, since you can see my list, how boring is this going to get? Do we have a lot of overlap? Well, I like we have different reasons for things, right? But we're literally just flip-flop. Four for me is a strict pull-up. Okay. <laughs> um, same thing. It, like, I'd, I'd agree with you on the empowering. Mm-hmm. I, it was something that and I'll never forget getting them for the first time and then getting, like, a steady set 
or you know a decent set and working through all the millions of progressions and it also ties into my first ever crossfit workout which was cindy Mm -hmm. 20 minute amrap of five pull-ups 10 push-ups 15 squats and i did this as a student at the personal training school when we had like extra time on the curriculum and they'll never forget the way sarah set it up our teacher she said if you've ever done a set of five strict pull-ups you are doing this workout as prescribed I'm not exaggerating. My first set of five strict pull-ups in my life was probably 72 hours prior. (laughs) So it was a miserable, miserable 20 minutes. I think needless to say, my worst ever Cindy score, but it is what it is. And then I didn't do CrossFit for several years after that. (laughs) That reminds me of when we did Murph in the gym and you were doing like butterfly pull-ups and I was still doing like strict pull-ups or something and just getting mad at me i was so mad you've told me so many times not to use my trainer voice on you (laughs) through the years you've asked me for help on like cleaning and snatching and then told me to stop correcting you Mm -hmm. we've had some strange ones but every (laughs) single person that has worked out with their significant other has experienced that it's tough it's a unique situation most significant others in the gym we try and separate like you go over there you go over there you're not here to coach each other just relax and have fun I don't know. Wes and Molly are pretty awesome. There you see. My go-to is actually Christy and Todd. Really? I they yeah they make fun of each other enough mm-hmm. and they handle it well enough. Yeah. Yeah, they're all great teams <laughs> for sure. What's number three on your list? Front squat. We're getting like eerily close. Did Why? you use uh, squats? You don't have don't squats. even look. Hey, don't talk about my list. Let's just talk about your front <laughs> squats. <laughs> I think front squats are great. They're a great transition movement, and I think they're. Harder than back squats, and I like the challenge. So why do you think they're harder? So not necessarily why do you think they're harder than back squats. That's just an opinion. Why Why would you, and I guess we're here for your opinion, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but why front squats over back squats? Just Because of the challenge. I think for me, in my opinion, back squats <laughs> are a little bit easier because you can rest the bar on your shoulders. You're not paying as much attention to... I can rest the bar on my shoulders on a front squat. All right, so well, okay, here's, <laughs> would you rather front squat or back squat? I'd rather front squat. Why? Be- because of what you said earlier, the transitional piece. Okay, well, I'm just saying. A back most squat people... is a dead end. A back squat's pure strength. It doesn't attach to anything else Agreed. in my mind. Agreed. That's why I chose front squats. But most people <laughs> would say, I would rather do back squats because it's easier. Because the front rack hole can be really difficult. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not our members. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Random people on the street. <laughs> No, you're right. And everybody learns a back squat first. Yeah. You know, when you say the word squat, most people think of a back squat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think once you get a strong, like, front rack hold, like, front squats are powerful and the best. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's your list. I can't argue with it. Okay. Well, what's, your, what's yours? Uh, my number three. <laughs> we should have briefed each other on our list, I think. I have something written on the board. But I'm changing it. Oh, okay. But I'm changing one word. I am, but I'm not adding a word like you did earlier. My number three is a clean. Okay. So a clean has the front squat in it. Mm-hmm. Originally, if you're wondering what was on my list, I had power clean for the for the actual power and explosiveness of it. But I am actually missing a squat up there. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's no way. Like, I am much. I would much rather squat any day of the week than deadlift. So. I'm going to respect the squat more, get the clean on there, okay. or as Hannah might call it, the squat clean. I was just clarifying. <laughs> I actually, that's actually a pet peeve. Um, so, because I'm, I now 
have the clean, mm-hmm. full range of motion, keeping my knees and hips healthy and my ankles healthy, but also get the explosive power from the clean and having to pull my butt underneath that bar as fast as I possibly can. Okay, like it. Okay. Let's... I don't know what number we're on. How? Two? Yeah, we're on two. two. <laughs> All What's right. your number two? Turkish get-ups. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think they're super cool. And I think like single arm work and all the balance and all the core mobility needed for it is, is the best. I can't argue with you on that. I mean, I think it's, it's number two on your list. Mm-hmm. It's too far down your list. Oh, like, wow. I mean, too far down. Like those, those that have logged into our sugar wad know that it's our access code. So I think they already <laughs> knew what was going to be number one on my list. Um, What's your number two? Number two is a strict press. Yep. Because I needed some form of pushing. Mm -hmm. Because we have the pull and the pull-up. We have the pull and the deadlift. We have the pull and the clean. But we also have the squat and the clean. Um, So I needed to get something a little more on that side of things. Not necessarily, obviously not fully anterior like a push-up or a bench press, which would both be very suitable pushing exercises. Um... But I, this is where the enjoyment factor comes in for me. I've always enjoyed strict press or any form of pressing. Like I enjoy that a lot more than I enjoy benching or push-ups. And my numbers on the movements in terms of weight that I move speaks to that clearly because I suck at bench pressing. And if you want to see me cry, like come and watch me do Murph as I try and avoid the push-ups for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> uh, so what's number one on your list? Snatch. <laughs> with so the one with the squat you know oh that's right we have yeah yep. yeah <laughs> i alluded to something that we edited out yeah <laughs> so why the snatch because it's the most powerful and empowering and just the most ba movement there ever was so is that now the first time you've said ba on this probably i almost actually said it and then i was like just say nope, it can't why not? The kids I don't know. are sleeping. It's not appropriate. <laughs> it's not professional. <laughs> oh, they'll be fine. They here. We've all said a lot worse in the gym. I feel like you included. Really? Under certain stress and whatnot. There was a time you flipped me off. That's because I had a sore throat and couldn't say anything. <laughs> well, there you go. So, the snatch because of how awesome and badass you feel. Yeah, it's an empowering movement. It's fast, it's powerful, it uses like almost every muscle in your body. And to put something you know from the ground and then above your head as fast as possible, it's pretty cool. And I mean, and, like it's literally considered the most difficult thing in all of sports. Which makes Olympic it... Olympic weightlifting yeah. being the sport there. Which makes it the best. But also makes it silly. And a handful of people will agree with me on this. Hmm. Have you ever stood in a batter's box 60 feet, 6 inches away from somebody and tried to hit a baseball? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay, alright, I digress. Fine, then ask me about my number one. Okay, what's your number one? Uh, Okay, here's my number one, Turkish getup. Surprise, surprise. For the reasons you said, for Mm -hmm. all that it's required, you know, the different planes of motion that you go through, Mm -hmm. um, how much stability there is, the proprioception, so that's just your body's awareness of where it is in space, Um, but... Once again, tying it to baseball, like when I all I did, I only went as far as junior college baseball. Like that was that was nothing. And when I got there as a pitcher, I pretty much ran every single day, which is probably why I hate running. Mm-hmm. 
but I also did a ton of like shoulder strengthening, very boring rotator cuff stuff just to protect my arm. And that's why I think I excel at some of these shoulder things. But a Turkish getup, the number one reason that I give people to do it, the shoulder, our shoulders get injured so often. Mm -hmm. This is going to help prevent a ton of injuries in those shoulders, just forcing that stability going through all the different planes of motion. Yeah, and it started way back, and like warriors would do it, use it for training, which is cool too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, you cut me off. I was going to get to the warrior training. Okay, okay. I'll talk about like the Aztecs on the next episode or something. <laughs> I just thought that was, you know, an important little tidbit. Is that the right word? Yep. Yeah, tidbit. So to <laughs> recap. Okay. We had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. You that's had, a good thing, right, though? Well, that's why I was saying, oh, we should have, this might be a little boring here. <laughs> uh, so you had pull-up at number five, and mm-hmm. to be clear, strict pull-up. And then I had deadlift at number five, to be clear, double overhand grip. Uh, <laughs> but so we just had pull-up and deadlift flipped. Mm-hmm. Then you had a front squat. Yes. And I had a clean, which includes the front squat. Mm-hmm. What did you have a number two? Turkish, Turkish get-up. Get I had strict press, so that was the one kind of added. And then I had Turkish get-up, and you had snatch. Yeah. So we had both Olympic movements in there. Um, you had your honorable mention as toes to bar. Yeah, you well, and I were debating, yeah. So like when I went to the board, and it's, it's erased. I didn't, uh, yeah, I erased it. I actually had hollow hold up there pretty high on my list mm-hmm, which is fairly similar yeah i mean just just but that i think that's crazy that both of you we each went to a core exercise mm-hmm. and then i justified it and and as did you like no let's just tighten up our core and all these other exercises will be fine exactly you're using a ton of core for all of them yeah when you consider the yeah what you have to move through all of this that's that's why i dropped it and that's what yeah. we were talking about earlier um so we want to hear from them, right? Yes. Please let us know what's your top five. You don't have to give us reasons. You could just... I want to know reasons. <laughs> what was it the last time when I... Because I said something and I was like, don't give me that. I don't want to know that. Um, About goals and stuff. Oh, like their why or something so, like Yeah, or like their vision board or whatever. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah. save your vision board for Hannah. <laughs> Email that to Hannah. So we would love to hear your top five exercises. Ones that you know you need to factor in. Mm-hmm. You're still trying to stay as fit as possible, so working many muscles, and I kind of already mentioned how mine is missing something for sure, a little more anterior, like a push-up or a bench press, but I ixnade that because of the enjoyment factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep muscles in mind, and we're, we're not asking you for the science, just like what you feel during the workout. Hannah mentioned several times, like, no, I chose this because I feel awesome when I do this exercise. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very valid reason. Um, feeling awesome, enjoying the exercise. So keep that in mind. Um, and we hope, so send it to us, write it on Facebook, mm-hmm. get a thread going, you know, whichever is easiest for you. Yes, and keep a lookout for the book, book club post and think of a book you want to read. Tuesdays with Maury. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Once again, thank you for listening to the Pick It Up podcast. Please remember that we do these shows for you. So if there is ever anything that you would like us to cover, don't be shy. Just let us know. We will talk to you next week.